Welcome to the Vancouver Mixtape on CJSF 90.1 FM Burnaby, campus community radio from Simon Fraser University, broadcasting on the unceded territory of the Musqueam, Coquitlam, Tsleil-Waututh, and Squamish. My name is Jesse. You can also find us on cjsf.ca, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Right now, it's just me, but for the majority of the show to come, you'll be hearing my co-host Jamie's interview with friend of the show and returning guest Shade Owele. Shade just put out a great record called Time Love Journey, and she and Jamie get into that and a whole lot more. So you're going to hear that. Uh, You're going to hear a bit of music by Shade as well from that record, Time Love Journey, and then some more stuff. So I'll be back in about half an hour to talk about all of those things. But in the meantime, you can listen to this track, Peak, and then you'll hear Jamie and Shade's conversation. So once again, this track, Peak, from Time Love Journey, is happening right now on the Vancouver Mixtape. You are listening to the Vancouver Mixtape on CJSF 90.1 FM, broadcasting from the very top of Burnaby Mountain, as we do live every Sunday 
or new episodes every Sunday, we should say, because we're not doing this thing live just yet. <laughs> um, but we are coming to you today with a, a wonderful interview, uh, a return guest, Shade Wele, back on the program. Shade, how is it going? Yay, it's going good. It's nice to be back. Yeah, I'm, I mean, <laughs> we, I think we had you on like just about a year, a year ago, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was just when I put out apple pie, I think, and yeah, then yeah, I yeah. was um, about to have a show or something, and then we could actually meet in person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we have photos with you in studio. In the studio. <laughs> oh, my Wild gosh. Times. Who would have thought it? Um, well, and what's crazy about it, a year has been, even despite uh, our current global pandemic that a year ago we didn't even know it was going to be possible. Yeah. Um, Despite that, you've had an incredible 2020. That's right. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's insane. <laughs> but I, I definitely have Creative BC to also thank for that because they have come through with supporting me as an artist and making this dream happen because this year was tough, like with all the canceled shows. I remember coming into 2020, I was so excited. I was like, oh, I've got this festival, that festival is going to be great. going to meet so many people. And then slowly started getting the emails that said, oh, some, some of them were able to still happen and they were virtual. And some of them were, they were like, look, we're just going to cancel this till next year and see what happens. And some of them, it's still to be determined. They've been moving it since the start of the year. Um, and, you know, so that made it really hard. But at the same time, you know, being able to be supported gave me the opportunity to record the music, to collaborate with other artists. And I just found that more artists wanted to collaborate this year and weren't too um, fixed on cost. Of course, you know, artists got paid and all that, but for them, it was just more of, look, it's a tough year for all of us. Let's just collaborate. Let's just make music. Let's just work this out, see how it goes, see where it ends up. And here we are with, with an EP <laughs> later. <Yeah. laughs> um, the EP, of course, uh, Time Love Journey, that you yeah. put out in the end of October, Um, and, uh, we love it when people that we like put out records because then we, we can go chat with them again. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Uh, yay. um, Part of, part of your, uh, your global pandemic involved, uh, recording this record. Now, did did you have these songs in the chamber? Like were these things that you were performing already had them already written or did you write or write and record them this year? Um, some of them. I had in the chamber and had written them last year. Some of them I wrote with the intent of putting them in the on the EP, and I started writing them late last year, early this year. Um, and then some of them kind of evolved with the pandemic, and that was "Take It Easy," the first song on the EP I wrote in the middle of the pandemic, just kind of came together I mean it, well okay parts of it came together a while ago but then I actually wrote it wrote it during the pandemic um yeah and it's funny because like I I felt like okay should I be writing because there's so much that happened right I mean I don't know where to start from from Kobe dying in in January or February to the rise of Black Lives Matter to um and you know Indigenous Lives Matter to coronavirus to just so many things that have happened this year that I was like do where do, where do I write from like what do, what do I talk about what do I want to express like do should I change this EP and just start afresh but I felt like 
I had to think deep within it and be like, okay, what's authentic to me? What's, what's really true to me and what stands out to me at this point in time that I can fully express without having to force it and just letting it flow from how I'm feeling right now. And so that's sort of how we put together this um, oh, I think Rebound was also, I wrote that also in the middle of the pandemic. That's one of the songs on the EP as well. Sorry, sidetrack. But um, yeah, and so even though it was, it, it, it's, I won't necessarily call it like a pandemic EP, <laughs> but at the same time, some of it was written and recorded during, during this time, yeah. Well, and, and I, think it's, uh, I think it's dangerous to, not dangerous, dangerous is not the right word. It's, uh, it can be risky to... Um, uh, I guess, like, want to write a record inf- influenced directly um, by what's going on in your environment rather than mm-hmm. having your environment kind of influence the stuff that you're already writing. Yeah. Because it becomes like, an auth- like a, a matter of authenticity. And, and yeah. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure you would have tackled those issues with, uh, with Grace and created great music. Um, but it's also really interesting to, to see how, like, with with like the global pandemic and with the with the reemergence of Black Lives Matter and focusing yeah. on Indigenous Lives Matter um, and, and things like that, how that's informing the songs that are already kind of buzzing in your head. And as you said, you mm. kind of, you, it seems like you've recontextualized some of those songs. Yeah, on this record. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like um, some of it because you know I'm I'm a black lady, so a lot of my music is is also centered around identity. Of course, I write a lot about love. I love love and then I love heartbreak. Okay, I don't love heartbreak, but I love heartbreak songs. Oh my correction. <laughs> I love heartbreak songs because, you know, we relate to it, right? Like we go through it and it's just, it brings out the emotion. And anyways, um, so my music is sort of like a mix of that. Like when with, uh, okay, one of the songs in the EP is called uh, No Love Lost. And it's a song talking about me as a person and how people have sort of, how people see me and how, and how I see myself. So how people see me versus how I see myself and what I want to be perceived as. And, you know, in the lyrics of the song, I start going into saying like, I wonder what you see when you look at me. Do you see beyond the smiles? and the happy there's a woman deep inside that's pushing like I I start talking about like the battles that I'm trying to win and the and the issues that I'm trying to fight and and push through right as an artist as a person as a human being and so I've kind of remixed my own life experiences in the music without necessarily saying it in the way that maybe would make it themed to what's going on right now because I feel like there's a time for everything and I'm the type of person that it might take me two years to really articulate something that I felt in a moment in time and I don't want to rush that process like I want to allow myself to fully articulate how my experiences so that when I write about it it's actually true in that moment and it's real and I feel like this year with all the things that have happened and all the traumas I feel like it might take me another year to year and a half to fully write out everything in the experience in a way that people can absorb and relate to it, it's it's like that that thing where um if you're if you're mad at someone write them a letter and then put it in your put it in your uh your dresser and like wait before you yeah. send it and then yeah. read it and then you're just like okay now that i've processed things a little differently i i'm still feeling things about this but um like the way that i perceive them and kind of interpret them are a little different 
Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Or like when it's in your outbox, you just save it in the drafts till, till the right time. <laughs> a, more, a, a more contemporary example, yeah. <laughs> I like that though. Like the one in the letter in your dresser. I like that idea. <laughs> exactly. And, and I think there's, there's a lot of value to that too because, you know, it's easy to follow, to give into the hype. And it's, it's no offense to anybody because, you know, ride the wave, like if, if, it, if it works for you. But at the same time, like if you want to be intentional about something, because for me, when I write something, it shows, like it shows when I'm performing it, it shows when I'm singing it, that it's an experience that I've gone through that I'm now expressing in the lyrics in that moment in time. So the real time you can feel it. But then if I just write something and I, and I, and I don't, and I haven't, I'm, and I'm writing it maybe based on other people's experiences, but not something that really, um, that I can fully articulate for myself yet, then it's not going to fully show forth. Then it, it'll feel like acting, you know? So I'm going to give myself the time that I need to fully write. And I've, I've started writing a little bit, but there's no rush in it when it, when it comes, when it's natural, it'll come. And in the meantime, like, you know, the, the things that I write about are still about those experiences. Like I look at peak, one of the songs uh, on the EP called peak, like that, that is probably the most um, sincere of a song that I've written where I'm talking about like the anxiety that I've experienced in my own life from wanting to be the best, from wanting to be a great artist um, and the pressures that come with that and the emotions that come with that. And like in the song, I go to a part where I'm like, oh, my, my mom said I'm too sensitive, but at least I'm honest, <laughs> you know? And it's like the things that you go through as an artist, those emotions of wanting to reach the peak, wanting to get to the top of what you, of what you're doing. And I feel like this year feels that way. It's like, I felt going into this year like, yes, I'm going to like do some crazy things and, you know, get some awards. I did get an, an award though earlier this year, um, but I felt like it was going to be like, whoa, sensational. And it, it was in some ways and it wasn't in some ways, right? And it's just finding that balance of not beating yourself up for how things went. Some things are just outside of your control. And, and when things are meant to fall into place and align, then they will. So, yeah. I feel like I, I just went on a tangent there. I, I, <laughs> hey, I, I, the great thing about interviews is that I prefer it when you're talking and I'm not talking. <laughs> so, um, so, so like one, I, I want to go back to that theme of, uh, that you're, that you're talking about of, um, uh, like the differences in how people perceive you versus, Mm. Uh, uh, how you perceive yourself, yeah. um, but through in discussing this this record, have you have you had experiences talking to people about uh, the EP where they're getting something out of it different than what you what you uh, put out there? Mm. Um, that's a good question. I've I've found that um, a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people have like one particular song that they really love on the EP. I have found in general that a lot of people kind of categorize my music as, um, as niche music. That's something that I, that I noticed like there. And um, I don't even know what niche it would be. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, a, that's a strange, that's a strange term. I like for me like, in listening to the record, like it's, it's kind of anything, but like, <laughs> like there's there's a lot going on you play within a lot of different genres but like it's yeah. still it makes sense as a cohesive cohesively right. right yeah because like i and that was sort of my intent like getting being influenced by um different types of genres and different types of artists like from 
R&B to neo soul to um, jazz, like being influenced by different genres and trying to consolidate that with my experience and hip hop as well, actually. Um, and so not everyone had that expression, but I did have a few people who just sort of see it more, more niche. Um, but then at the same time, there were people who really said that there's some songs that really resonated with them, that there are some songs that gave them uh, peace of mind. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I, I, you know, so in general, um, I would say that the responses are similar to what I thought that they would be. That's just an, a, a record that you can listen to at any point in time, like you can vibe to, it could be ambience for you. Um, and I also wanted words that people could connect with. And I found that a lot of people connected with peak and a lot of people connected with take it easy. Like those two were sort of like the interesting ones. And then care was sort of like more of like the fun, like, Hey, if we, if we could be outdoors right now, I'd be listening to this jamming. <laughs> so yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about care. Cause I think that's the song we're going to cut to first. You released a video <laughs> for it about uh, a, a month ago. Can you talk a little yeah. bit about the video? Yeah, so um, shout out to Elena Films for for helping me put that together because she she did a phenomenal job and um, I really liked the video because the idea was so the, so the song care is a song about someone who's gotten to a point in time in her life where she's moving on from a relationship that's just not serving her like it's just someone who doesn't care about her someone who doesn't want to be with her and she's gotten to a point where she realizes like she deserves so much more so she's like I wish I could stay and take your troubles away but you have to walk that road on your own and she's just like I'm leaving from this and she's recognizing the toxic space that she's been in and so she's celebrating her exit basically (laughs) Um, and so the video was supposed to be um, a mixture of this, uh, I guess, Afrocentric feel that meets um, that meets a space where she's now welcomed and a space where she's now loved on with like her friends. And so, so you have the other ladies in the video, Reem and Ta, who are sort of like her friends, um, just like representing the care that she needs and representing the... Um, the space that she needs to be in to like move on and stuff. So like in the beginning, she's just sort of like on her own and kind of like talking about this person who just like owned her life. And then eventually she gets to the place where she, and then the other friends are sort of like, you know, we, when we pan into them, they're sort of like, in real time, they would have been like, yeah, like snapping their fingers, being like, you know, she's moving up for you kind of thing. But it's not real time. So we wanted the more fierce, intense look. So, you you know, we pan into them just sort of representing that um, support and that care. And then in the end, she's they're together. They're having fun. They're dancing. And she feels free. She feels alive. And yeah, that's that was sort of the theme. <laughs> no, it's great. Uh, I, I love the, the, the like sense of support and uh, kind of subverting what it means to care. Like who yeah. we're talking about when we're talking about caring. And yeah. I, I like that a lot. I, I think that's better. I couldn't think of a better way to transition to care by Shade Wele off of her brand new EP, Time Love Journey. You're listening to it here on the Vancouver Mixtape.
yesterday. That's it. But you have to walk that uh, road on your own. Song's over. You, know, so you, can, you can stop. Yeah. Hey, Shade, are you listening? Hey, walk, hey. walk, walk, you walk, can walk, you can, walk, walk, hey, walk, yeah. Okay. Good. Awesome. I'm in my zone. We're back on the Vancouver Mixtape here on CJSF 90.1 FM. I'm Jamie Sesford. Alongside me is Chade Oele returning to the show after, uh, after a year and mm-hmm. a, a, a bunch of new music, a new yeah. record that we're chatting about. Um, that last song was Care. We're going to get into another song here in a moment. Um, but you've, you've, we talked about it a little, be- a little bit at the beginning, but you've done a really great job of uh, making the circumstance uh, work for you right now. Mm. Uh, you've you recorded the record, as you said, uh, and then you, you even said you, you've won some awards, which is great. Um, but you've also, you've been active in like trying to get some sort of like performance element out there. Can you talk a little yeah. bit about that? Yeah. So um, for the EP, yeah, I have a, I have a show coming up actually next Friday. It's going to be on uh, Blue Light Sessions. Yay. So that's going to be fun. And we're going to be performing the EP alongside some other songs and it'll be a way to celebrate the release. But before that, um, yeah, it's been crazy trying to get shows. Like I've done a few shows this year at one at Guilt & Co, um, another one at Loft Lounge. But it's been a mixture of me being like, ah, do I want to perform right now with COVID versus like, oh, I really want to perform. Because there's a limit to most places. There's a limit to how many um, musicians you can have with you as well. And with the type of music I, that I have, which go listen to the music and then you'll hear it. Um, it's, you know, you, it's rich with different sounds. You know, we need those instruments to make it full and complete. So it's been a battle between like, okay, do I go, do I do the typical shows, but in a reduced size, or do I just wait till things sort of get better? Um, So, I mean, there was the Surrey Fusion um, Canada Day celebration. I did that. That was in collaboration with CBC back in July. Um, and then there was the there was a festival, the, um, the um, Car Free Day festival. I did that in the summertime. So it's just been little bits here and there of of shows. And there's some upcoming ones that I can't yet speak about because it's a surprise. But they've been pre-recorded with uh, some great, amazing uh, people in Vancouver. And uh, as a way to like raise funds for independent, um, independent theaters, independent entertainment groups that want to stay alive, you know, through the COVID pandemic. So yeah, definitely look looking forward to those coming out. Awesome, and like it's it's always such a treat um, being able to get something fresh and new uh, mm-hmm. from from independent artists, especially yeah. um, just because it, it's it. The, the accessibility to larger artists is always there, but like, yeah, for having like even blue light, the blue light sessions and, and things like that is really exciting because I know they do a really great job in, in, in terms of highlighting artists. And yeah, I'm really sound excited. And sound and look good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the blue light sessions because they've, they've hosted quite a few artists that I love and uh, in the city and their sound quality is awesome and every musician loves good sound quality uh so yeah I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to to that show and that space and just the way that they've set it up you know wanting to support artists and the platform gets a great number of of uh views and exposure so i'm looking forward to connecting with 
new people from that show and I'm I'm looking forward to also seeing what we what we do with with it from there. Do you now do you have a uh like a post pandemic game plan? Like do you have <laughs> do you have things that like as soon as as soon as the green light to like restart restart oh, full capacity thing? Like are you do you have like a a, a, a nether record ready to go? Do you have like a touring band like is that just are you ready to just pull the trigger on that or or do you or do you think you're just gonna run with the current circumstance for a little while longer? Man, when the pandemic ends, I'm going on tour. <laughs> I want to go on tour so bad. You know, it's funny, like, so Spotify for Artists helps artists see, like, all their, all the different countries where their music is being listened to and sometimes down to the cities and stuff. And I'm finding that there's a lot of people listening to my stuff in Europe. And it's like, I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised because Europe is very eclectic. But at the same time, just seeing it, I'm like, holy, I want to go there. Um, like, a, like even Germany was like one of the top um, countries that listened to this EP. And so one of the things I definitely want to do after the pandemic, I don't know how long it would be, but I would love to go on tour and just visit some of these uh, countries and just jam and create music. Now, creating music is a constant thing. So definitely next year, there's more music coming out, more collaborations. Um, regardless of the circumstances, we're just going to keep putting out new music because it's, it's, it's the way that I express myself. And I'm finding that there are other people right now who are like, oh, let's collaborate. Let's write about stuff. So I'm going to definitely ride that wave. But the first thing post-pandemic is travel, <laughs> go on tour. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's funny that you mentioned the collaboration thing because you, you always seem to be, um, you always seem to have like a group of musical friends that you're always doing something with. Yeah. Um, and I think the next song that we're going get, to get to is actually like a great example of that. As yeah. you've got you've got uh, Rahim, Hatim, and uh, Soul Remedy on yeah. the track, which is Take It Easy. Can yeah. you talk a little bit about that collaboration? How mm -hmm. did that come together? Um, and yeah, just tell you tell us a little more about it. Right. Okay. So yeah, Take It Easy. The first part of the song that I had for like a year plus was just the um the the hook line that repeats till the end of the song which is easy slow far to go and i was just like how cool would it be if you just focus on like just force not forcing people but just the rhythmic part of the music and not necessarily having complex lyrics like the beginning there's more lyrics you're talking about what you're what you're saying like take it easy keep keep moving forward, keep chasing your dreams, all that stuff. And then after that, you're just like, you know, easy, slow, farcical kind of thing. Um, so I, Soul Remedy is the band that I jam with all the time. Like we did that. It's made up of Caesar. Caesar plays the guitar. Linaldo plays the bass. Jancis plays the keyboard and Tyler plays the drums. Um, we met through mutual friends. And so we jammed together and I was like, well, might as well write help me out and let's let's do this together so um they i i started coming up with different arrangements and then they also helped me with that as well because i don't play their instruments um although i'm i'm like learning the guitar i'm like beginner level guitar player but um so yeah i was able to kind of translate that and just show them like okay this is how i'm this is what i would like to create this this is what i want to produce um like a samba meets like 
meets uh what's the no not samba not samba what's the word it's like electro r&b meets like high life meets like uh, anyways like a good a feel good colombian ish sounding track i don't know what to call it but um and so that's that's where that rhythm comes from as well and so i also wanted some backup vocals on it as well because i imagined like if there was no covid i imagined doing this in like a really nice place like probably on an island like jamaica or something where you've got like backup singers and you've got all these different people that are all like dancing and performing and then the music is just going and the guitar is just like riffing and so this was my version of it in covid in, in the hipposonic studios uh, and it was cool that my friends were down to uh to sing with me as well that's tisa and her team uh, it was nice having them on the track because i just felt like it would create like a meteor sound and i always just wanted a record that um had a lot of musicians in it and just people vibing off each other because there's something very powerful and unique that happens when you're just all in the same space creating that music at the same time like there's something irreplaceable about that moment and that's what i wanted to happen and so that's how we made the track <laughs> it's it's interesting you say that because i um like obviously, like we've liked all the music that you've released before. I think last last time we chatted, I was telling you yeah. how much I love Nigerian Born. Yeah, and the song just friggin' rules. Um, <laughs> but like when I first listened to the the record for the first time, and it was genius that you put it as track one because like Take It Easy just knocked my friggin' socks off. Like, <laughs> oh man, like that the vibe the vibe that you said that you're trying to create is exactly what comes through, and I'm like, oh man, like what is going on? This is wild, especially like when the bass starts like really picking. Yeah, oh, yes, man. yes, yeah. and it just like it sets a really great tone for the rest of the record too. Mm. Like, you, you know, you're gonna get some version of that in all of the songs. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, just uh, really, really great opening number. Um, no, it's, it, is it is it a is it a coincidence um, or is this just like truly you and your friends inspiring one another? You all seem to release music at the exact same time because <laughs> I, I know Hatim just put out a didn't he just put out an album wasn't it yesterday? Yeah, he just put out an album yesterday or the day before yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I think what's today? Today's the fifth. Today is the fifth that we're talking. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Saturday. I think he put it out yesterday. Yeah. It's, yeah, and, it's and, funny. Yeah. And I, I know Tisa's released a, a, a string of singles as well. That's right. That's right. And yeah. she's, I think she plans to put, it's all going to be a part of her EP as well, which I'm sure is going to come out soon too. Yeah. And it's like, you're, you're, you're all very busy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we're, we're definitely keeping busy. That's for sure. And it's nice. It's nice to see that and be able to support each other in that way and just be like, oh yeah, you know, we're all doing this together and, and pushing forward together, which is dope. Well, it's, it's great to have that, um, to have a collective to, to work off of, even, yeah. even just like to have like have people that relate to what you're doing. If say you're, yeah. you're struggling to finish a song, or yeah, or some, people that are on your level creatively, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think that was the beautiful thing about Take It Easy because it's like I was like, well, I can only tell you for the most part, I was only able to say to give the melodies for the horns, the melodies for the uh, guitar and a little bit of the bass, but then they just took over. Like, it's like the moment I just said, okay, this is what I'm envisioning. And then we met together and then they just 
they just really helped me bring it to life, like to the point where it was like, this, this is what I was hearing in my head. And it felt so good to see that come to life. And that comes from collaborating. That comes from working together and just creating music together. And then you eventually have this like synergic sound where you, where you just know what the other person wants to hear. And then you start to vibe that way. And it's, it's beautiful. Well, that's, that's perfect. Um, all right. Well, uh, Jade, it's, it's been amazing chatting with you and catching, catching up with you. Um, I hope yeah. you're, it seems like you're doing well. Um, and honestly, I can't wait for it to like be appropriate to be in a large room to see you perform. Yeah, same, same. Thank you so much for having me. It's so great uh, catching up with you as well. And yeah, just, just got to stay positive, keep pushing, doing the best that I can and being the best I can be. <laughs> Folks, the EP is Time Love Journey. You can mm-hmm. find it on, I believe, Spotify. You got it on SoundCloud as yeah. well. That's uh, right. And you can find uh, the video for Care, uh, among other great videos, over yeah. on, on your YouTube channel. That's um, right. Yeah, and so we'll, we'll head out here with uh, the, the track, Take It Easy. You are listening to it on the Vancouver Mixtape. Shade, until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Slow, fire to go. Take it easy, take it slow. We've got so far to go. Take it easy, take it slow. We've got so far to go. Dreamer
it easy by Shade Awele from her record Time Love Journey. That EP is out now. You can find it on SoundCloud and other streaming platforms. I'm Jesse. This is the Vancouver Mixtape on CJSF 90.1 FM Burnaby Campus Community Radio at Simon Fraser University. No more Jamie for the rest of the show, just myself playing some new tunes for you. And the next set that you're going to hear is just it's just delightful. We have had Future Star on the podcast before. You can find that past episode up on cjsf.ca or in the podcast feed, wherever you get your podcasts. Just a wonderful, wonderful person who makes delightful little pop tunes and has triumphantly returned with a new album that is all about being sad and lonely, although we are assured that they're now in a happy, wonderful warm relationship that is the answer to many of the desperate pleading questions that make up this record. But we've got our first single from the record, and it's called Kiss the Mirror. And as you will discover, there is a reference to Devours, local local musician and friend of the show, multi-time guest, Jeff. And this single arrived alongside a Devours remix, which is pretty amazing, right? To have a song referencing Devours be then remixed by Devours is conceptually amazing, but the actual execution is also phenomenal. And then on top of that, we also got this week a brand new single from Devours. So you're going to hear all three of these songs in a row. Kiss the Mirror by Future Star, the Future Star Kiss the Mirror remix by Devours, and then Devour's new track, Memoirs of a Stretch Hummer, here on the Vancouver Mixtape. I wanna buy myself flowers Dance by myself to Devour's No one's gonna do it if you don't do It's kind of cold, but she's the only one here. 
if this is love Then why am I still, why am I still chasing you? Memoirs of a Stretch Hummer by Devours, the first music released under the Devours moniker uh, by Jeff in a while since he took the detour into the golden age of wrestling. You can find our interviews with Jeff, our episodes featuring him and his favorite music and discussions of his various projects up on cjsf.ca or in the podcast feed. Yeah, I'm Jesse. This is the Vancouver Mixtape, and we're getting towards the end of it. So I got just a twofer of songs left for you. One is a track by the band Apple White, who I've played in recent weeks, who put out a really, really great shoegazy record that at one point made me think that I was listening to a different band, but in the best possible way. The record is called New Bohemia, and this track is called I Don't Like It. But I do like it, but the track is called I Don't Like It. And then you're going to hear from the longtime friends of the show, Dirty Spells.
Well, that's it. You just heard Gunrunner by Dirty Spells. They were back on the show years and years ago and just love the horror sci-fi music soundtrack vibe they've got going for them. Sort of a goodbye record. So goodbye, Dirty Spells. Thank you for what you've done. And goodbye to you out there. Not long term. Maybe it's less goodbye to you and more. See you next week because this is it for the Vancouver Mixtape for this week. But we will be back. And maybe Jamie and I will actually be back together. Who knows? Who knows what the future holds? Just a reminder, you can go to cjsf.ca, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud to find past episodes of the tape. And otherwise, yeah, take care. Be good. And be nice to each other out there. Love you. Bye.